I'm Jared Perkins, your host, and I have an incredible guest for me today, uh, Braden Scott, a left-handed pitcher with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Braden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Um, so I want to really dive into your journey. Uh, just for those who don't know you, you have an incredible story, kind of how you went to, to Indiana to play college ball, but then also uh, played a little bit of independent ball before you made your way to professional baseball. So uh, just for the viewers, just give them a little bit of background on yourself. Yeah, so um, I'm from a small town in Indiana called Jasonville, Indiana. I went to Shackmack High School. Um, after I graduated high school, I actually went to a junior college in Illinois. I went to Olney Central College uh, in Illinois, transferred into Indiana, went to Indiana for three years. Um, end of the year, wasn't really hearing anything from the draft at all. Decided to go ahead and jump into indie ball. Uh, went to play at Evansville, played for the Evansville Otters in the Frontier League. Absolutely loved every second of it a big big point in my career absolutely and uh then you know got the opportunity to go in with the blue jays and then took advantage of it this year and ended up in a pretty good spot yeah that's awesome I, one thing you touched on too i really want to talk about um because i don't think people understand kind of how tough this is too, but going from a small school and high school in small city and trying to make it to the to college level um dive into that a little bit because i don't think people people in the big urban areas they understand like it's easy to find your way to a big school or big d1 school but no one's coming out to see the people like in the rural towns and things like that um talk about how you kind of navigated your way to indiana yeah so i mean from a from a young age i realized that you know if this was something that i was going to want to do that i was going to have to go out to get eyes on me you know mm -hmm. And that, you know, my parents understood as well, which was which was great, you know. So very early on, um, you know, I, I played a lot of just Little League ball, Cal Ripken ball growing up, Babe Ruth in junior high. And then it was once I got into high school that I really started to, like, go out and play. I played on a travel ball team out of Indianapolis. Uh, I was going to camps and stuff like that that I was getting invited to and the ones that I'd find online. Um Really what I tried to do and, and everything was we tried to utilize money as best as we could, you know. So a lot of the times we're trying to find these big um, you know, workouts and everything like that so that we could go there and we could get in front of as many eyes as possible. And I think that was a very big thing for me when I was younger was that instead of going to a lot of these specific camps, you know, where it's like uh, Indiana University baseball camp. You know, like, yeah, you should absolutely go if you want to try to get that opportunity with that sole university. But if you can go to, uh, you know, whatever, whatever baseball camp that has 15 different schools there, you know, from Division One all the way to junior college, D2, D3, I think that's a really good opportunity for young kids as well because you're getting in front of a yeah. coaches rather than just being in front of that one school. Yeah. And I think that's very big for me. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because I, I think I see it all over Twitter now too, like, a lot of kids now have access to social media where they can kind of promote themselves like they didn't used to have access to where they can be like, hey, here's my velos. Here's what I do on the field. Um, here's what my exit velocities, things like that, or in-game film. And like they can push it to coaches on Twitter and things like that, um, which that was never there before. So it's awesome to kind of see these kids from other areas you wouldn't really expect to actually finally get those opportunities. Yeah, that's that that part of the game, like the way that social media has influenced, like the recruiting side of things yeah. like, in my mind, because in high school, like I put together emails and put together videos and everything like that to send out to these coaches. I had a I had a notebook that was full of like uh, universities and, and coaches emails and stuff like that. And I went through and I sent all of this out. And it's like now you can you can go to a facility, you can get video taken that had 
all, all the velos and everything right on the side. And then you can just tweet that out and be like, hey, look, yeah. you know, it's wild. It's nuts. But it's I, I think it's great because then, you know, like you said, it is hard to get eyes on you being from a small school. But just with that, you know, you can put that out there and anybody can see, it. you know. Yeah. I know a lot of people on Twitter sometimes say it's corny and stuff like that to put videos out like that. But, you know, at that age, when you're trying to go somewhere, you got to do what you got to do. You got to get eyes on you. And and I think that's the biggest thing. Like nobody's going to give you an offer if they don't see you. You you got to get eyes on you any way you can. And you think about it, too. It might not even be for the aspect of playing the game. But if you're looking for to get a free education or go to a school where it's going to give you a scholarship, like, boom, right there. You have an opportunity to go kind of further, not just your career in baseball, but your life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's cool to kind of see how you went to indie ball, too, and kind of made that transition. Because um, a lot of people, they, they kind of just give up. I've had friends, I worked at the college level where they thought about playing independent ball, but just kind of like, uh, I just don't want to do this anymore. Um, what kind of kept you kept your drive going to really kind of push you to the next level and be like, no, I want to keep doing this. This is what I want. I want to make it to professional baseball. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the end of our year at Indiana uh, didn't shake out the way that we wanted it to and everything. And, you know, we went into our last game of the year knowing it was the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't make the tournament or anything like that. And I, uh, you know, I was sitting down in the bullpen just kind of trying to take everything in because, you know, at the time I didn't know what was going on. You know, like I said, I wasn't hearing anything from the draft or from any teams really at all. And so I was I mean, I was in a little bit of a panic mode. You know, I didn't know where my career was going. I didn't know if I had a career, you know, in the game and everything. And it was scary. And, you know, I was having a conversation with one of the coaches and I was like, hey, listen, like I'm I'm not ready to be done. Like I'm not ready for this this to be it. And he's like, well, then don't let it be, you know, mm-hmm. like play till they rip it off of you. You know, if you got to go play independent ball, you go play independent ball. If they give you an opportunity, take the opportunity. He's like, don't don't let this situation right now that seems unfamiliar and seems scary to dictate what happens in the rest of your career. You know, like give yourself that opportunity. And that's what I did. You know, I went and played <clears throat> went and played summer ball for oh probably two or three weeks, made two or three starts. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I got a hold of my junior, my old junior college coach and was like asking him if he had any contacts. He got me a hold of Evansville. And in the in three days, I was able to get down there and start playing with them. And it was the best decision I could have made because it, it went from being like, oh, no, I don't know what I'm doing to like, hey, you're playing professional baseball right now. You know, like you're getting paid to play. You know, you're going to throw in front of Major League Scouts, you know, because there were a lot of scouts in and out of the games and everything like that. So, you know, it went from, like I said, being like super scary, like, I don't know what I'm doing to like, okay, here we go. Like, just keep going, you know, and and like, that's the biggest thing that's been in my head ever since is, is that conversation that I had with him where he told me, you know, he's like, don't, don't let anybody take the jersey off you until you're ready to play. And like, that's kind of something that I live by. You know, ever since I've had that conversation with him, it's like just trying to live up to the game as much as I can. You know, I'm trying to put as much in to get as much out. Yeah, I think that's like a life lesson for just not even playing baseball, like just yeah. your life and normal. Like just give everything you got to everything that you love and you're passionate about and just whatever the end result's going to be, it's going to be. Yeah. And you kind of just focus on where your feet are. I, I mean, I love that concept and that kind of brings me to the, the next question that i think of too is like as you've been on this journey trying to make it in professional baseball and uh, of course want to get to the big leagues but how have you developed yourself outside of the game what have what have you found for passions away from the game and kind of how has it helped you grow as a person just 
this journey out in baseball? Uh, it, it's been great. You know, it's brought me close to a lot of really, really good people. Um, a lot of really good connections in my life, really good, uh, friendships in my life as well and, and everything. And, and honestly, my family has gotten me through uh, yeah. a lot, you know, uh, this off season, especially, you know, like at the end of the year, I was really run down. Um, I was, I was really tired and, you know, I was able to come home and be, be with some family and they were, you know, able to help me, uh, get into better spirits. Uh, I have a new nephew, so that's also been been great. He's he's awesome, but um, from the standpoint of being a better person in the game, uh, it really is just the people that you meet. You know, you get to you get to see the game that is so small on such a big level because of all the people that you meet. You know, you're playing on a team of thirty. 30 something guys or whatever, you know, and you've got guys from Colorado, you got guys from Arizona, California, you got guys, uh, you know, our, our Latin players that are from the Dominican Republic, Cuba, uh, Mexico, Venezuela, like I, it, it's nuts. You get to see the world that is so big in this one little small game and you get to play with so many people and it's just, it, it's awesome. I think that's, that's been one thing that's definitely helped me as a person. Yeah, and I love that. We interviewed Jacob Turner. He was a seven-year big leaguer, and he talked about He's like, one thing you realize when you're playing the game is, like, how important relationships are. Because the game's going to end. No matter what, how long you play it, it's going to end. And then at some point, you're going to be like, okay, the relationships I've made, those those last forever. And I think that's just a huge mindset going on uh, to have. Um, As we kind of look into the 2023 season, too, uh, what would you say kind of are your biggest goals kind of going into that uh, just on the professional level? Um, you know, I, I, I'm always trying to get better every off season, you know, so, so this off season for me was, you know, trying to get bigger, faster, stronger, just like, mm-hmm. like every single year, you know, and, and, uh, emphasis on the bigger part of it. Um, you know, I, they wanted me to put on 20 pounds before spring training. So, you know, I've been, I've been working away at that, trying to get that there. Um, and then honestly, another big thing for me has been, um, the mental side of the game. Um, There we go. Sorry. Oh, no, um, um, is the mental side of the game. It was something that I kind of got into last year with um, with our one of our mental strength coaches and everything. And and she was great. She kind of helped me get down a path that, uh, you know, that I wanted to get down. You know, I told her that it was the, the mental side of the game is something that I have always acknowledged, but I've never really gotten into. So, you know, I've read the uh, i'm reading a book right now for the first time since like high school like actually just leisurely reading a book and it's great i love it you know and it's something that i'm gonna continue to keep doing and i think that's going to be a big part um you know of my game leading into this year is is just trying to mentally be in the moment every single day because it's extremely stressful over 140 game season 160 game season if you're in the big leagues so it's like how can you be as consistent as possible through every facet of your game every single day you know you only get one off day a week in the minors on you know on monday and then the, the other six days you're either on the road or you're in the clubhouse you know so it's like how can i be the same person every day in the clubhouse out of the clubhouse on the field off the field and everything yeah <laughs> i love that that's, that's something that so i work for an organization called major league university on the side as well and we, they focus on the mental side of the game and all their youth camps um, and things like that and I, it's, 
it's one thing that really stuck out to me when I interviewed Brewer Hickler with the Kansas City Royals. He said, I really had to separate my my personal life from my performances on the field because he was like, I had to just remember, like, no matter what happens on the field, when I go home, the people that still love you, they still love you, no matter exactly. how you do. And so, like, as long as you focus on that, like, focus where your feet are, do what you can to kind of get to that next level, I think that's that's perfect. Yeah, and, like, that, that was another thing that I really tried to do, especially towards the end of the season was not bring no no matter the outcome not bring the game home with me mm. you know yeah trying to separate that and keep that leave that at the field i don't want to if if i go out and have a tough outing i don't want to bring that energy home with me and then be in a bad mood you know the whole night or anything like that or even if i have a good outing you know it's like understanding what you did that day and being able to leave it there to come back to the following day to pick right up on you know, and, and I feel like I feel like that's really big because then you do get that separation. You know, yeah. you get home and you get to kind of decompress and just kind of, you know, feel fine. You know, you might still have to go through and analyze, you know, what happened and the emotions and, and the outcomes and, you know, what dictated what, you know, and everything. But like it, it, it is important to be, be able to analyze rather than hold on to sit on and just have that weight just dragging over you. Yeah, yeah, just like not having to take you down for the entire week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wrap it up. Come, kind of diving into the last couple of questions. The one I always ask is as a fun one: uh, go to a restaurant during the off season. As soon as you're home, you're like, I gotta have this every time. Restaurant in the off season? Oh man, I don't know. I don't eat out a whole lot. <laughs> um. There is a place I haven't got to. I haven't got to go to it since I've been home here. But it's in Bloomington. It's uh, called Buffaloes. It's a wing place. It's phenomenal. Um, every time I go back to Bloomington, I, I I try to get there. My family's crazy about it too. It's it's a really good place to eat. I'm a soccer for wings, so if I ever go there, I gotta make it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the last question I always ask because we also want to. We want this to be something that the fans really enjoy, but we also want to provide like a resource to future minor leaguers and things like that. If you had one piece of advice for a guy, maybe going through the same journey as you are coming from a small town, uh, trying to go through independent ball or just trying to make it from the high school or college level as well. Uh, what, what would that be one piece of advice be as they kind of try to embark on their journey in professional baseball? Um, it's really simple. Like just don't give up, you know, like believe in, believe in everything that you do. You know, if if you're just running through the work and you and you don't truly believe in what you're doing, it won't ever come around. Yeah. You know, that I truly believe in. I mean, I've I've been told a lot. I've seen it a lot where, it, like, like I said, it feels like something's over, and it's just like everything that I've done to this point. There's no way that this can be it with everything that you know I've put in and everything like that. So you know, believe in your work, believe in what you do, believe in yourself, and just you know, have confidence in everything that you do. And, and I think that's a big, big key to success. I love it. That's awesome. And Brandon, I, we can't thank you enough for joining us and taking some time and sharing your story. It's just incredible um, how you made your journey uh, was to professional baseball. Everybody's on their different path and uh, you're just, just an awesome one. And we can't wish, uh, we wish you nothing but the best going into 2023. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Yeah.